The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, Cowboys Nation, and welcome to Dallas Cowboys Daily here on the Blog and the Boys Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jess Navarez, and man, oh man, have I missed y'all. What a week it's really been since the last time we talked. We have a lot to get into today, but first, today is Monday, May 15th. Happy Monday, everybody. And it is rookie mini camp time in Dallas, and so we're going to be discussing that as well as what some of the coordinators had to say. But first, make sure to go subscribe to the Blog and the Boys Podcast Network wherever you listen to your podcasts. While you're at it, you can leave us a review and give us all five stars with that rating. We would love that and appreciate it very, very much. To keep up with all things BTB on social media, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. Give us a like on Facebook, or you can go hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel. As for me, well, you can follow me at JessNavarez underscore on Twitter. I'd love to hear from you. All right, well, the Cowboys held rookie minicamp before the vets will officially join the rookies for OTAs next week. So let's start with some highlights from what some of the rookies had to say. Starting with offensive lineman Awesome Richards, who discussed what rookie minicamp has been like for him so far and yes it is pronounced awesome but take a listen to what he said oh, it's been it's been a real good experience i mean they're not they care about us they're not beating us up or nothing so I'm, I'm really enjoying my time getting to learn the plays and stuff and getting to run around getting to meet the guys i'm, I'm really enjoying it wide receiver jalen brooks also weighing in on what he's gotten out of these last few days so far as well uh you know just getting more comfortable with the plays uh because we installed we had to install right now so um you know just getting real comfortable and getting that repetition in with the players that we have in now defensive tackle mozzie smith did mention what his expectations are for himself this year and what he's wanting to do with the cowboys i just got an expectation of who i am as a person who i've been at every level of of uh, football that i've been a part of so far and um i just want to reach that same standard and continue to be a great player you know they drafted me they drafted me high and um I don't want to let him down. Do you expect to start this season? Uh, no. I don't expect anything. I don't have any expectations. As for linebacker DeMarvian Overshone, here's what he says he thinks he has to do to stay at Dallas Cowboy for a long time. Uh, do exactly what I've done in, the, in my video. Well, do exactly what I say I was going to do uh, in my video to become a Cowboy, and that's come to work every day. Uh, 
you know, I, I take it highly that they invested into me. So uh, just whatever it takes for me to help this team win, that, that's what I'm going to do every day, you know, nonstop. Of course, we heard from running back Deuce Vaughn, who talked about the whirlwind of a time it's been for him since the draft. So take a listen to what he said about that, as well as what his goals are for the very, very near future. It's been really crazy. Uh, everybody saw the video. Uh, uh, unbelievable special moment between me and my dad. Uh, and it's just one of those things where uh, my, myself, I'm, I'm somebody that's pretty hardworking and is ready to move on to the next step. Uh, so try to clear it out of my head as fast as possible and just get ready to work, uh, get here and, and, and gain the respect to everybody inside this building, the coaches, uh, not only my rookie class, but the, the upperclassmen whenever uh, they come back and say we get with them. Uh, but just letting, the, letting it be known it's just not a good story uh, that I'm coming here to work and, and to be able to play football. Defensive end junior Fihoko also giving some really good insight on landing with the Cowboys and how it was one of his two spots that he was hoping to land at. Take a listen to why Junior said this and who the other team was that he had in mind if Dallas didn't call him. So me and my agent, we were talking, we were expecting to go a little later. So when I got the call in the fourth round, I was a bit surprised. But I was, I was, I was actually, this was one of my top two spots that I was thinking I was going to land. So I'm so excited that I'm here in Dallas and when I came on my 30 visit, it felt like home. Uh, it had the family aspect, the culture, you know, their culture here is just winning. So I love it already. Who, who was the other team and why were those two the Cowboys? Um, like I, I, was, I was looking between here and Cincinnati just because the conversations that I was having with the coaches. Um, I feel like they really uh, had a want or a need for me. And just, yeah, the conversations I was having, and it just felt like, like I said, the family and the culture vibes I felt in Cincinnati and here in Dallas. And luckily, Dallas gave him that call. Tight end Luke Schoonmaker also mentioning another team, but that's because he grew up a Patriots fan who watched Gronk. But since he is now a Dallas Cowboy, here's who he said he's been watching more film on and studying recently and why. Uh, I was a Pats guy. My, my mom's side of the family's from Boston, so grew up a Boston sports fan, but um, yeah. Had some good years there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was, yeah. I, I liked watching Gronk, um, and then recently I've loved, I've loved watching uh, Kittle too. But uh, even more recently, I've I've been watching Witten like all the time, and and I think just him as a player, of course, just spectacular. He's gonna be a Hall of Famer, but him as a person, as a teammate, he's such a leader, and uh, I've been trying to get um, and, and just research and, and uh, understand his mindset and, and how he went about leadership and stuff like that. Y'all already know anytime I have the chance to talk about Jason Witten on this podcast, I'm absolutely going to do it. So definitely love that Luke is studying from the GOAT himself. Now, the players weren't the only ones to speak, as the coordinators did as well. Here's one thing I wanted to make sure you heard about, because John Fossil spoke about the Cowboys' kicking situation and where it stands right now. Well, we got Tristan on the roster, and I think um, anybody else on earth who's not on the team right now is under consideration. <laughs> yeah, that's everybody, really. I mean, you guys that are legitimate, but, you know, we don't want to just bring in a camp leg to kind of get through camp and save somebody. Anybody we come in here has got to compete with Tristan and we feel has to be a legitimate uh, possibility of being a starting kicker in the NFL. And that could be a lot of different guys that we're still looking at. XFL, USFL, veterans on the street, younger guys that still haven't found a way. So, um, there's is it easier to get a veteran? Because last year you had young guys and they didn't work out. They yep. had to go to a vet. So yep. starting going forward, would you say this is good with a vet over what you did last yeah, year? Yeah, I mean, that's probably the easy way to say because you know more what you're going to get. Mm -hmm. 
but I don't know. It's a good one. <laughs> Can't reveal all our secrets. <laughs> Not that we have many right now. He also mentioned that everyone is on the table right now, including Brett Maher. So obviously keeping a close eye on that. Moving on to what Dan Quinn had to say about Ricky Minicamp and why it's his favorite time of the year. This is a uh, one of my absolute um, favorite times of the year to help train these guys and to see what they can become and the vision for what they have. I told them just the other day, uh, it's a dream job, but it ain't easy. And uh, there'll be a lot of work that goes into it. And sometimes the vision, we have to put it out there of what they can do here. It might be different than what they did in college. And how does that role happen? So I love it because I'm starting to get to know the dude before the player. And then when you can do that, that makes, you know, where kind of the magic comes to know why somebody's playing and what they can do. And so these little moments like today, just, okay, what would that look like? How would I try them there and doing different things? So um, this month of uh, onboarding, indoctrinating, however you want to say it, is such an important time. But it keeps me young uh, because, okay, we're just – Go back to page one. And uh, one of my old uh, coaches, Bob Sutton, has said we can start at page one or go back to page one. But we're going to the beginning. Dan Quinn always just gets me so hyped when I hear him talk. So absolutely love that from Dan Quinn. But lastly, we did hear from offensive coordinator Brian Schottenheimer, and he discussed where him and Mike McCarthy are in terms of where they are in the process of changing up the offense. Yeah, it's been, it's, it's been a grind. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, as you guys know, look, the system's not broke. I mean, it, it, it's it's not broken. They've won a lot of games here. Mike's been around for that. They've scored a ton of points. I have a ton of respect for Kellen and Nuss and Skip and Phil and those guys. I mean, I've coached with most of those guys before. Um, but in terms of the process, we're we're getting organized for OTAs, and we've had a lot of discussions. Um, it's certainly a starting point when you put in OTA install one and you go through the process, there'll be things maybe in OTA install one that might be a little different in training camp install one. But the way it's set up is pretty cool. They hear it in phase two for the first time. So our vets have heard really we're 12 concept teach days in. Okay, So a concept teach day is basically where we take a family of plays and install those, um, all the different adjustments and things with not as many formations. And then when we get into OTAs, we'll actually put together real installs with specific formations uh, and builds and then we'll tweak those as we prepare for um, training camp. So when you do it right, which I think we're doing it right, they hear it one time in phase one and phase two, they hear it again in OTAs, they hear it again in mini camp, and then you try to perfect it when you get to training camp. That's at least the goal. I've always looked at it as a coordinator is that you teach the system in phase one, okay, in phase two, you try to detail it in OTAs, phase three, and then the goal is to come out where you've perfected it and the guys can play fast and react, uh, and that's what you're trying to get done in training camp and preseason games. And in case you're wondering, we didn't hear from Mike McCarthy since it was reported that he underwent a back procedure earlier in the week, but he is expected to make a full return by OTAs. So sending Mike McCarthy all of the best recovery wishes. And that's about it. Again, rookie minicamp in full swing in Dallas ahead of OTAs that will start next week. And that means there's still plenty to talk about, especially because we have to dissect that NFL schedule release, the Cowboys included in that, obviously. And you know, we already have you covered here on the Blog and the Boys podcast network. So let's talk about your Monday lineup. 
starting with a new episode of First and Ten that will drop later this morning with Tony Catalina and Aiden Davis, as well as a new episode of Hidden Yardage with Mark Lane and Sean Martin that'll drop later this afternoon. As for your Tuesday, well, you can expect a new episode of The Writer's Block with Brandon Laurie, and we do have a special guest filling in for me this week. You're going to have to tune in to see who it is. And then on Tuesday evening, of course, we have our BTB roundtable with various members of our BTB staffers. Personally, I'm very excited about that this week because I will be your host. So make sure to tune in tomorrow evening. And that's officially all I have for you today, my friends. But don't you worry, I'll be back soon with even more Dallas Cowboys Daily. Make sure to go be the most amazing person you can be. Crush all your goals. I am hyping you up this morning or afternoon, I guess, whenever you hear this, to let you know that you were awesome and you deserve all the best things, my friends. Like I said, go have yourself a great Monday and I'll talk to you real soon, Cowboys Nation.